Hey everybody, welcome to the In All Things podcast. It's time to see God in everything. How's it going everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the In All Things podcast. My name is Mitch Frost and I'm here as usual with Pastor Steve Markle. How's it going? Yeah, I'm doing great. It's a brand new episode, brand new season, mm-hmm. brand new year. It's been a couple months since we've yeah. done something like this, so it's a little bit weird getting back into it. It is. Setting up all the cameras and lights again. Yes. Thanks to Jared and Devi. But yeah, it's a new year and we're excited for this. Yeah, I've missed this. I, I didn't realize until I was up here the other day for something and I was like, man, I miss doing this. So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, we really got into the routine uh, end of last mm-hmm. year of every week recording an episode and coming up with something new. And right. I do think it was good to take off a month and a half, really, almost two months at this point. Yes. Um, just to recalibrate and just kind of come up with a new direction and things you want to do. So we're excited to be well, back. Yeah, there was a lot going on. I mean, the mm-hmm. holiday season is pretty, pretty, pretty busy for us on the church staff. Mm-hmm. And then Giving a break to it is good. So fill, fill some uh, non-church staff people in on what the Christmas season looks like for um, a pastor. Yeah, I mean, well, obviously, um, your two biggest days of the year are Easter and Christmas. And Christmas tends to be even bigger, a little bit bigger than Easter in terms of attendance. You got a lot of people from out of town uh, with families coming. And so, you know, you put a lot into that. We put a lot into Christmas Eve, and it's mm. not just Christmas Eve. It's the day before service, and then... Rehearsing, but we started back in August. We had staff meeting. We called Christmas in August, and then Christmas in September. We mm-hmm. kept working on that, so it's a big buildup. But the month of December just seems to come at you really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then for us on a personal level here at Sycamore Creek, right before the Christmas season, we had a big worship night as well. Right, so right, yeah. it's been a busy couple months. Actually, yeah, like right after our last podcast, I think it was the next week we had. It worship night the week before Thanksgiving, which mm-hmm. we put a lot into that, a lot of work. So yeah. we're not a big staff, so it takes a lot, a lot mm-hmm. of work from all of us. Yeah. But I do think this was probably one of the most well-planned, successful, um, yes. most thematic years that we've ever had with kind of those big events, would you say? I would say we're putting more into that. Um, having a creative arts director on staff is mm-hmm. helping us a lot to have more time and energy and ability to do more with video. And uh, people are noticing, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love that we actually themed it out really well, especially Christmas coming up the whole month. I got a lot of feedback, you know, because we talked about the whole historical timeline mm-hmm. of Jesus from Genesis all the way through Revelation and really capped that off well, I think, on Christmas Eve. So I know people appreciated what they learned. A lot of people sent me emails asking me, can you send me that list from Genesis to Revelation? Will you email me that? Or can you send me that picture of that timeline that you had up on the screen? So I love that. People are digging in, learning things they hadn't learned before. Because, Because all of us as pastors, we love Christmas and we also are like, oh, how do I say this in a creative way? Mm -hmm. How do I tell the Christmas story different this year? so that it impacts people because they know the basics of the story. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah, yeah we really uh, really dug deep into the fact yeah. that Jesus wasn't born on Christmas. He was born as a baby, but he's always been there, right? And, <laughs> right. and, and the Existed. whole Bible yeah. points to him. And yes. so it, we really dug into that. I think a lot of people responded to it really They did. Well, they so. did. I really I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so how are you? Um, last We haven't recorded an episode, like you said, to, since really middle to end of November. Um, how are you doing? Personally, what's these last couple of months looked like yeah. for you? Um, Christmas, New Year's, all of the things, time off here at the office. We had a week off. Um, how, are, how are you doing? I'm, I'm better than you, I think. That's uh, yeah, true. Right? I yeah. mean, like, you know, I don't mean, what I'm saying is that, you know, Christmas, so as a, as a church, we saw momentum in November mm-hmm. and early December. It was like, okay, things are starting to come back attendance-wise. 
and you're starting to feel it. And Christmas was good, but right before Christmas, we all know the Omicron variant mm -hmm. started taking hold. And so the numbers at Christmas were good, better than the year before, but not what it, what it could be. And then, boy, sickness has mm -hmm. just been rampant mm -hmm. in everybody, in our families. And um, so, like, we were fortunate as a family to have Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. But the, from then on, like, everybody was sick except for me. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I escaped it, either COVID or sinus infections, bronchitis. Mm -hmm. I was around it, isolating in my house. And it was it was a different – so we had a week off. The mm -hmm. whole staff gets off the week between Christmas and it, New Year's. It was a really, really fun break this year because <laughs> I mean, we were all sick pretty much. It was um, – yeah. And it was I like, mean, a few staff members did avoid sickness. Yeah. I think Jared wasn't too sick. You no. weren't too sick. But right. we had that Sunday after Christmas and, like, half the staff was here like oh everybody it was, was it was down. yeah it was frantic uh, and i remember people like how was your break well it was boring yeah because i all these plans of get togethers with family after christmas different things that week we always do yep. game nights like nothing and then everybody in my house was like hacking so i'm like stay away from me i don't know how and i know like you moved right mm -hmm. you want to talk yeah. about that yeah we uh we moved in from our apartment to our first house um and we had to be out of our apartment, so we moved when we both had COVID. And yes. lifting a box was a big task. <laughs> you um, and Alexi were pretty rough, yes, and Jared yeah. and I uh, helped mm -hmm. you. And uh, it was a pleasure to help you, but we were right around you, close to you, and yet mm -hmm. we did not get right. it from you. So yeah, it's it was uh, it yeah. was a whirlwind. You had to do sure. it. You didn't have a yeah. choice. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. But I mean, uh, retrospect, it's like you know we we. Personally, we really love New Year's Eve. We yeah. went really into that, and and uh, Christmas was just a little bit off this year with just both families being sick and stuff. And so it was like, ah oh, man, a little bit of a bummer just because we, you know, people get so excited for this time yeah. of year, and then there's just a lot of I know sickness. I, families that were like, I know some other families that just celebrated Christmas like this weekend. They had mm -hmm. their Christmas because they didn't get the yep. chance to have it, and then. That Sunday, January the second, was interesting. It yeah. was that like that Saturday night. I was um, texting with uh, Christy and Jared and uh, other staff members too because we knew you were out, Davi was out, Amy was out, mm -hmm. and we're like, and then volunteers, volunteers were calling off out. like yeah. crazy. We're yeah. like, okay, do we even can we pull this off tomorrow? Yeah. And um, there was debate, but thankfully we, we had a decent number of people here, and uh, we had people doing jobs they don't normally do. But mm -hmm. you know, you know, sometimes it's funny because we're you know this is technology driven, and so much is. And I'm like, we, if we can, if Jared can lead music and I can preach, we should be able to have a service, yeah. whether we have all the bells and whistles right. that we normally have, but we did. And, yeah. um, but you know, I don't like it. I was, it was nice yesterday to have everybody back in full force. Yeah. 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 It, it's funny. Cause throughout this whole COVID thing, which mm -hmm. we're coming up on two years, which is no, just, we're coming up on starting year three. <laughs> Is it really? It's like going to start. This oh, is my like, gosh. We're going into the third year of this. <laughs> anyway, this, let's mean, pretend that that didn't just happen. I know. I know. Um, I but it. this whole time, like personally, being 22 years old, I haven't really had a second thought about if mm. I get it. Like it's just I've been told, hey, you're, yeah. you're young, you're healthy. Right. It's going to be a cold and you're going to move on. Um, it was pretty rough. I, yeah. I, I can't lie. Like at fever, loss of smell and taste, fatigue was crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, it was, it was pretty rough. Yeah. I can't lie. Like even this week, I'm still feeling like just the fog that you have mm -hmm. in your, your head when you get sick like right. that. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, yesterday on stage, I was talking about the hurricanes in Kentucky. Hurricanes in Kentucky all I, the time. I'm just not quite there yet and yeah, I yeah. want to be so bad. So it's frustrating. Yeah. But anyway, just 
it's a rough time it's right like, now. That's what it's hey. like when you get older anyway. So it's just like a little preview. You well, lose it. There you go. But no, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm glad that we're back. And it, yeah. You know, the, the, the year three thing is just one of those things that I was uh, texting with some pastor friends in Virginia, mm-hmm. and they were shutting down maybe for the first two weeks in January because like it's like so much of their congregation sick. Yeah. They had a service and one did, and it was like hardly anybody there. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you, you just feel like you're getting beyond it. And all of a sudden, no, you're not. And you're, so it's a mental a game where you have to just remember again, what are you here for? Mm-hmm. What is our purpose? It's not just about how many people are sitting in those seats. Mm-hmm. There's more to it than that. And so, yeah, yeah. here we are. I, it's funny because even like from, uh, I mean, I do student ministry here. Like, there's a lot of students out right now with COVID. Right. We had a bunch of core students last night that texted me throughout the week. Hey, I can't be there. Mm-hmm. My whole family tested positive for right. COVID. Like more than at the beginning of this. Right. I, I have students now, high school students that right. are testing positive and they're all sick. And right. it's just crazy. And yesterday with the fifth and sixth graders on Sunday morning, we went around and did highs and lows, best part of the week, worst part mm-hmm. of the week. And we had eight people in there and at least five of them were like, well, my low is that, you know, my whole family is quarantined for Christmas break. Like, it's just everywhere right everywhere, now. Everywhere, yeah. It's crazy. So, but that being said, and we were talking right before we started, uh, and Jared was saying too about the countries that had this uh, variant first, how it kind of got bad quickly, but then went over. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're hoping, hey, hey so. that would be nice, but then, you know. <laughs> Hold on, is there another one coming? I don't know. Who I, knows? Who knows? I can't. We know, we can't predict we just can't. it. We we no. know that at this point. I think I think I keep hearing. Is this something we're going to have to live with? Like for long term, it's going to be kind of like annual flu and different things. So we just gotta. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, but before all of the COVID uh-huh. and the Christmas craziness that happened, there was another big event um, that we both experienced at separate times: Spider Man. Oh, which yes. was the first episode of this podcast in general, That's and now right. for the first episode of season two, we That's can actually right. talk about it. That's right. We're not going to spoil it because it is still only a couple uh, weeks since it's happened. But you, you should know it. if yet. you haven't Come watched on. it at this point, it's your fault. Come on, um, yeah. man, what a movie! Um, I, it's funny because I, I'm a big Marvel fan. Um, always have been since a kid. It's just one of my favorite things. Uh, but Spider Man has always been my favorite superhero, right. and so all the hype around this particular movie was really exciting for mm-hmm. me um and kind of a funny story um when you know the the release date came out december 17th was going to be the day it came out which means december 16th was the first time they were going to show it all this stuff right. and one of my close friends got married and turns out that he got married on december 17th and so we were kind of wondering like okay what's going to happen with spider-man because we can't wait that long to go see it and so the day before was the rehearsal dinner and um, we, we reached out to him and we were just like, mm-hmm. hey, I hope you know that your your rehearsal dinner, we're all driving down to where you live and staying there, is the night that Spider-Man comes out. So we got to figure this out. We got to go see it. And uh, me and Devi actually took it upon us like, hey, we'll buy all the tickets for the groomsmen, for whoever wants to go. Mm-hmm. We'll make this work. And he's like, yeah, that sounds awesome. After the rehearsal dinner, we'll go see it that night, opening right. night. It'll be so fun. And he's like, let me get a number to you of how many tickets we're going to need. Right. And we're like, okay, no problem. There's like, I think there was eight or nine groomsmen. That's that's awesome. We'll, we'll buy them all and then they can pay us back and we'll make it work. And he calls us like a day later and he's like, hey, so there's 34 people that we need to get <laughs> wow. tickets for to go see this movie. And at that point, I was so dedicated to seeing it opening night that, yeah, I bought 34 tickets yeah. and we went and saw it. So I got paid back. Everybody paid hey, you every, back. Every dollar came back. Yeah. Um, but, man, I was dedicated to, to so seeing that movie. It was living up to your expectations. It, it, it beat every expectation uh, yeah. I had. It was yeah. awesome. So, yeah, I mean, I, I am not like you in mm-hmm. terms of uh, fandom, but 
I wanted to see it. Mm -hmm. And the opening weekend on that Saturday evening, I went with my son Nick and his friend Sam and and some other people, and we saw it, and it, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you know, the 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 way they did bring in the other old Superman, mm -hmm. um, Spider Mans, and into it was was incredible, and yeah. it was funny, it was entertaining the whole time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's good so, stuff. Yeah. Pretty awesome. It's yeah. breaking records. It's most, yeah. like, if you go try to buy tickets right now, most theaters are still, still mostly sold out. Yeah. Like, it's it's pretty awesome. So, yeah. anyway. Um, but So, that's a good thing to talk about in the yeah, midst of all the craziness that's happening, yeah, yeah. you know. It's nice to have those diversions. That, but yeah. um, then one thing that happened last night, which is a bit of a downer, but I do want to talk about it for a moment, is mm -hmm. Bob Saget. Oh, yeah. Passed away. Yeah. Um, 65 years old. Right. And as of now... Um, the only thing that they've really released is that they found him in a hotel room. Yeah, no and foul play, no, no foul play, no drugs. No drugs. Right. Um, so it's a bit of a, a mystery. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit. He had just done his comedy see. show like the night before, and he's in yeah. Jacksonville, Florida, I believe. And so it's just yeah, kind like of a yeah, yeah, tragic. Yeah, because I remember as you know watching Full House, oh, and yeah. then I mean like for our family when our family was younger, like I think it was Sunday Night America's uh, funniest home videos. Oh I mean, yeah, that was like he was he was on that for a long time, yeah. and he yeah. was. He was like nerdy funny, mm -hmm. and it was so good. And uh, yeah, it was you know, good, clean family fun. So mm -hmm. uh, it's just it's, one of those yeah. things, like um, kind of like a Chadwick Boseman who passed away um, in 2020, and Kobe Bryant of just well, kind of like, oh, man, I mean, like yeah, a little young. I mean, last week somebody else who was older but still an icon, John Madden. Mm -hmm. That was just yeah. like whoa, yeah. John Madden. You know, such. Yeah. You know, and even my son who's 13 is like, John Madden? Because he has yeah. <laughs> Madden, Madden 22. Right. You know, and it's like, that is a big deal. Yeah. I mean, these people like that. So it yeah. happens. It's sad. sad. John Stamos, who, if you watch Full House, you know that that's Uncle yeah. Jesse. Yeah. Um, he tweeted, which is really sad. He tweeted, I am broken. I am gutted. I am complete and in utter shock. I will never, ever have another friend like him. I love you so much, Bobby. Well, it's yeah. really sad. Yeah, I hear he was just a great guy. Yeah. 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 So, so it's it's especially sad when somebody passes away like that who has the reputation of just being a good person. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody yeah, that yeah. touched lives and had friends and right. was just awesome. Yep. That makes it even more like, oh, yeah. we lost a good one, you know. Yes. Um, but, hey, let's start with our question that we always go back to. How can God be seen uh, in a time like this? And, you know, mm. Bob Saget passing away, <laughs> somebody who was awesome, and, and this COVID variant that seems to be worse than when this all started a little bit. Um, how can God be seen in this? Wow. Well, I mean, it's, I think it keeps, we keep coming back to the same thing. God is, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. Nothing surprises God. Um, so, you know, God knows what's going to happen, uh, which is something that's hard for our minds to get wrapped around. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think it's always for us a call back to what are the basics that we need to be doing in our lives, our relationship with God, where is it, what does it need to be? When you hear somebody dying young, I mean, at 65, I used to think when I was your age, I used to think that was old. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's that old anymore. And you know, when they, you know, when you see that, you think, okay, am I living my life the way that I should live it? Living it to the fullest, but living it in a way that honors God. Mm -hmm. And am I seeing God working in every area of my life? Am I making an impact on other? What, what would people say? What would they tweet about me? You know, mm -hmm. what would they post about me if I were to die, like at my age right now? What would people be saying about me? So mm -hmm. it really makes you think about the stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you brought up a point of how God isn't surprised by the things that are happening. And I completely agree because yeah. we believe in a God who's all knowing right. and all powerful. Right. But I think um, that with that, with that comes the question of, do you think that God is sad about what's happening to, to a certain degree? Because I do think that this picture of God isn't surprised of anything that's happening. I think it, it could make God seem like he's just kind of up there like, Oh yeah, 
I knew that was coming. <laughs> Buckle up. Yeah, like, I mean, God it, is, you know, a God of emotions. I think we have to look at God, what makes him sad? We look at what made Jesus sad. Mm-hmm. What, what made Jesus sad? When did he? When was that famous two two word verse in the Bible written? John eleven thirty five. Jesus wept. When right. did that happen? Do you remember? It was when uh, blanking on his name, Lazarus died. Lazarus died. Yeah. Right, his friend. So yeah. he he wept over that. Right. I, I one of our close friends um, just lost his mom to mm-hmm. COVID, mm-hmm. and uh, she was seventy, but she was healthy. Yeah. December the twentieth, she's making Christmas cookies. And January first, she passed away. And I mean, he was at church yesterday, and he was saying how emotional it was. And yeah. I just wanted to go over and hug him. He said a lot of people did, and it just made it more emotional, but in yeah. a good way. I said it's part of we were texting about it, part of the process. Yeah. And I believe, you know, that that God feels, you know, feels for us, and He is touched by our emotions. Mm-hmm. But yet, life and death is it's all part of the plan. Yeah. I mean, there's the very old saying and prayer that we have of break my heart for what breaks yours, God. Mm. And and we can't pray that if we believe that God doesn't have emotions and doesn't feel things, right? Right. Um, you know, I, I believe that we, he's not just this impersonal God. We believe in a God who does experience things, not with us, but right. he, he's there with us, right? We, we believe yeah. in a God who's personal and intimate and walks right. with us. And if that's true, then, you know, when he when there is natural disasters, you know, hurricanes in Kentucky, uh, but, yeah, yeah. Um, different things like that, right. We I, I yeah. have to believe in a God who is... Yeah, who, I think, I mean, is, absolutely. I think when, you know, I the... Yes, yesterday in the news there was a big fire in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and like seventeen or nineteen people have died from that, and yeah. children, and that's sad. I mean, but I mean, God's heart's broken not just for those things though, but I think God's heart's broken when the way we react to things and yeah. the sin, sinful things that really break God's heart. And even with all that's happened in the world with COVID, I think it's heartbreaking. I'm sure to see the way people are hateful mm-hmm. to each other about things that are happening in this yeah, world. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of talk around that, especially in the church world, of how demonizing we are to mm-hmm. people in this day and age, and, and Christians do it all the time. Yeah. Uh, political figures, whoever it may be, how demonizing we are to right. people, and how r- little do we know. We're just making a comment, making a statement. Right. Oh, this is my feeling. This is how I feel. Well, that's that's a person, and and we're just we're being just as hateful and harmful as anybody else, you right. know. And right. it's just it's definitely not, a gut check. And not to jump t- too far ahead. Yeah. To, but in February. We're going to do a series called Peopleology, and we're going to talk about, for four weeks, how would Jesus treat people? Mm -hmm. What would Jesus say about relationships? All that he taught about relationships, and I'm really excited about that because Mm -hmm. uh, we we tend to, in February, around Valentine's Day, do things that are related to relationships. Mm -hmm. This one's not going to be about marriage in particular. It's going to be about all of our relationships, and what did Jesus teach about that, and how did he act toward people? And I think... Boy, we need that. Oh yeah, and he's got a lot to say. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> he's does. got a lot. He, he does. Yeah, um, and, uh, for the well, for our students, we're doing something uh, a series called Equations, and we're going to talk about okay. what you need to add, what you need to subtract, mm. what you need to multiply in your relationships. Yeah, so we're yeah. very excited for that. Yeah. It's a good time of year. Yeah. But um, so just for a couple minutes today, as we really get rolling in season two, uh, what I want to do is I just want to talk about kind of our ideas, maybe some of our vision for what this year on the In All Things podcast mm-hmm. is going to look like. Okay. Um, and so starting with just the first thing, what is the purpose of this podcast? I feel like every couple months, it's good to take a step back and just figure out, mm-hmm. okay, where are we going? Where do we want to go? Why did we do this in the first place? And I feel like starting season two in 2022 is a good time to just ask ourselves, what what was the purpose of this? When, mm-hmm. when you and I sat down and decided, hey, let's do something like this, why did we start that conversation? Well, I, I think one of the things is we want to connect with our church family more than just on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I think we feel like, it's funny because I grew up in church 
where it was Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. So there was a connection during the week. Now we do have small groups, but in small groups, you're not connecting with the church as a whole. So yeah. I feel like that's a way for us to get into the lives of people in our church, share something from our lives, also something maybe biblical, you know, hopefully, mm-hmm. that will impact them in the way they think about life. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important. We, One of the things we decided to do was format just a simple change is we're recording on Mondays mm-hmm. and getting it out by Thursday mm-hmm. so that it's more uh, current. Because yeah. sometimes we would talk about things and then we'd do them early and then they'd be out two weeks later and it's yeah. kind of like, oh, that's that happened. Nobody's even talked about that anymore. Yeah, so. that was a learning curve we had the first season yeah. is especially towards the end, we got so far ahead of yeah. ourselves yes. recording-wise, trying right. to plan and get ahead. Right. And then what would we be talking about in an episode that got released <laughs> three weeks after recording? Nobody was talking about no, it anymore. No, and we so, thought it might still be relevant, but it wasn't. Yeah. So so I, we are shifting a little yeah, bit. I'm excited I, for yeah, that. I, I am too. I, and I want to make sure that we are really talking about things that um, people care about yeah. in a church that can impact them. So I, th- you know, not that we didn't, but I think we can do better. Yeah. And so I want to get better at this. I want to, um, I, I think make sure, and we, we, you have a great plan. Like, um, Mitch put together a, uh, 16 episode plan, which we will vary from, I'm sure yeah. not do exactly right. what's on there, but at least we have a plan, mm-hmm. uh, bring in some, uh, different, uh, guests mm-hmm. that can speak to different things, maybe know more about subjects or maybe yeah. their testimony, different things, people in the church, outside the church. Um, so to make it uh, interesting in that way. Yeah. I think we both have a heart for this idea that nothing is off the table in the mm-hmm. conversation that surrounds our faith and Jesus and the Bible right. and all these things. I think that God honors questions. I think he honors when we explore and we wrestle with things. And so we wanted to create a place where we really aren't scared to talk about some different things that maybe wouldn't be fit well on, on stage on a Sunday morning, you know? And so I, I think that was a, that's been a big thing that's kind of kept us moving forward. And, and I know that we have a lot of questions that our church asked that we have in mm-hmm. the vault ready to go this mm-hmm. season of just, we don't want to be scared to ask the hard co- questions and figure out how can we see God in all things. And so I think we keep coming back to that place of having real, raw, vulnerable mm-hmm. conversations with different guests, different perspectives, right. but just coming back to this place that we, we want to dig deep and we want to figure it out. Right. I think you you and I, in terms of conversation, go back a a ways. And you've known me long enough to know that I'm not a know-it-all that has all the answers. Mm -hmm. And so this last few years, especially, I've said the phrase, I don't know, more than I've ever said. Because you you get through all this with COVID and you talk to other people in ministry, other pastors, and everybody in life. And like, I I don't know. I don't Mm -hmm. know what's happening in this world. Um, But I think it's important to talk about that and Mm -hmm. admit we don't know. And even some of the tough topics that will come up that we'll discuss this this season. There are going to be times when it's like, you know, the Bible says this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't speak exactly to what we're talking about, but it gives these principles. Yeah. And so how do we apply them, and how do we do it in a loving way? Mm-hmm. Because sin is sin. We're not going to water it down here. That's not what this is about. There's mm-hmm. things that we know that are right and wrong. We're not going yeah. to hide from that. But yeah. How do we deal with it? How do we deal with the things that keep coming at us? So Yeah. And, and I think we always come back to the place. It's the reason why the podcast is called this. We truly believe that the God that we serve, the God of the Bible, works in all things for the good of those who love him. Yes. We really believe that. He's not a compartment, too. It's in all things. It's not mm. a, a one-hour compartment in yeah. our lives where it's a Sunday thing. Right. right? Yeah. And speaking of the one hour on a Sunday thing, yeah, there you go. Uh, the last part I wanted to talk about today was the series that we're in yeah. uh, here at Sycamore called the the 167. Um, right. And so where did this idea come from? What led you to this place of wanting to do this? Um, have you done something like this before? Mm-hmm. Just kind of give some of your insight of what led to, oh, January 2022, this is the series I want to do for yeah. our church. Well, 
So we talked about wanting to, at the beginning of the year, do a series on spiritual habits. Mm -hmm. That's important. I mean, bringing everybody back to the basics, we, sometimes we, we might think, oh, they're basic. Everybody knows. No, they don't. Mm -hmm. And even if they do, they need to be reminded. They need to be motivated, need to be encouraged, need to be preached at. I need to be preached at, reminded. So anyway, that was the idea. What are we we're going to do? A series on the basics, prayer and you know, small groups, serving God, worship, all those things. So then we thought, well, what do we call it? How do we make this? And then I'll give credit where credit is due. Mm -hmm. Steve Lamar, one of our uh, uh, part-time people here that works with um, some of our production and all that, online production. Shout out Steve Lamar. Yeah, there he is. Um, hope he watches. <laughs> so he um, he had this idea that he got from some other, he saw this graphic one time for 167. He had told me about it before, a uh, ways back, and then it just came back to me like, oh, this would be perfect. And then, you know, you start. I started doing the math. If people only put in one hour a week with God, like if they come to church for that hour, and we know mm -hmm. not everybody comes every week, but we're given the benefit of the doubt. If they're yeah. coming or they're watching online for one hour. That is, you know, if one hour out of 168 hours, that's less than 1% mm -hmm. of your week. Mm -hmm. And the idea is, well, what do we do with the 167 other hours? Obviously, we're not going to be in Bible study. The other 160, right. we got to sleep, we yeah. got to work. We, we know that. But what are we doing to invest in that relationship? Mm -hmm. So that's where, that's the idea. Yeah. And I, I think it's a great idea. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something that's so challenging for us in 2022 as the American church, because I really, really do yeah. think that more than we would ever admit or like to talk about, we are so good at, hey, this is my time with God, my one hour on Sunday morning or whenever that time may be for you. And then you're just going to go on about your life and, and you'll come back to it next week. I think... Way more people do that than we want to think about. Yeah, I don't uh, think that we, I think we live in a bubble because we work on a church staff and yeah. everything is about God. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, not that every conversation 100% is all the time, but right. pretty much our work is about promoting Jesus. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's about telling people about Jesus. It's about helping people grow in their faith. Mm -hmm. So we're thinking about it. And I, I know you are, and I go home at night. It doesn't mean I stop thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And when I'm in the car driving, I mean, sometimes... I'm listening to worship music or listening to podcasts from other church leaders, and I'm always thinking, how do I push forward the yeah. message of Christ? But right. everybody else has other jobs. They can't yeah. they can't do that right. in their job. So how do you implement Jesus into your life in other areas? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a great idea. I think it's a really good way to start the year. Um, all the things in last week, or I guess yesterday, um, <laughs> yeah. you you touched on this idea of fasting. And yeah. um, it's a really, really challenging message to deliver and, and to give to a congregation because it's a very neglected practice of mm -hmm. Jesus. It's a very um, kind of foreign idea to where we are. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I'm just going to say this right now. I think you did a fantastic job yeah. of delivering um, kind of the biblical precedent of what fasting is. And I think one of the strongest points that you made, and maybe a point that not a lot of people are going to digest, mm -hmm. is is Jesus said when, not if. Mm -hmm. And I think he expected Christ followers to fast, to commit themselves to this idea. And we're just kind of like, oh, why would we ever do that, you know? Right. Um, and so I think you did a fantastic job of just kind of creating the, this idea of what it really is, the benefits mm -hmm. of it, why we do it, how we're expected to do it, we're called to do it, all these different things. Um how challenging was it for you I, to kind of write well, or come up with something yeah, like well, that? Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. I, I, um, it was challenging because I never preached an entire message on it. Like, mm. I touched it, you know, when we read the Sermon on the Mount and Jesus teaches about it. And I used that yesterday, obviously, yeah. but I've never put it all together. And we called it Fasting 101 because mm -hmm. it was like, 
a teaching. I was yeah. more teaching than preaching in some ways yesterday, which is fine. Um, but trying to cram all it in. So it was a challenge um, looking at Old Testament. New, I, I was learning because mm-hmm. honestly, I've never heard direct messages about it either. Yeah. Like that much emphasis on it. And right. we've never done that here. And what you said, it was what I was going to mention here is that phrase, when, not if you fast, mm-hmm. but when you fast. Mm-hmm. And I thought, but I don't know. Would you feel convicted? Because I'm, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, yeah. I don't do this. This is not a normal practice in right. my life. Randomly, I have. Yeah, Random. Too. Yeah. Very random. Yeah. Like, you know, of everything that I've done, spiritually speaking, as a believer and as a pastor, I'm like, Steve, wow. Yeah. When have you really fasted? Well, you have, but not very much. Right. So, again... It's not legalistic. It's not a like let's schedule it and always do this and that. You can, but mm-hmm. the point of it is to get closer to God and to and there's so many points that we talked yeah. about. I mean, like I was like, I don't like giving a message with 10, 10 points. Like right. that's too much, right? right? But ten reasons why you should fast. And that's how we concluded it. And there are. There's mm-hmm. all these different reasons. It's not just one reason. Right. And so um I, I'm just I am so excited about this right now because mm-hmm. um 359, last count I heard, people signed up that they're participating in the fast. They're mm-hmm. not telling us what they're doing. Right. Um, that's not the point of a fast, but they're all fasting. Mm-hmm. 359 people in our church, and they're getting a, a daily message from us in the morning. Yeah, so let's say somebody's watching or listening right now. They, they did not come to Sycamore yesterday. They mm-hmm. they could go listen to the message if they wanted to, right. but they're in their car driving to work, and they're, they're kind of wondering, why should I fast, Steve? Like, you know, you're kind of bringing up this idea that it's something that we're expected to do, and but that's not really enough. What... Why should I? What would you say to them? Well, it's always attached to prayer. So every time there's fasting, there's prayer involved. And so one of the questions I asked yesterday was, how many of you would say that your prayer life could use some improvement? (laughs) Like everybody, like Mm -hmm. all of us say that. Mm -hmm. Well, this is a way to do that. So you fast. So you're giving up food or you're giving up um, something else, but typically it's food. And doesn't mean you're giving up food for 21 days, like we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Some people might, but we're giving up food for certain meals of the day or certain kinds of food that are very tempting us. And whenever we have that deep desire for whatever that food is, or we're really hungry because we're fasting lunch, we take that time and we pray. Mm-hmm. And, we, and, and we're sending out a, a daily prayer request and a, and a Bible verse, but that's not enough. That's just to get you started praying. But you you start to be realize be in that place where you realize that like man I can I can do this better mm-hmm. I can pray more and even last night I was laying in bed with my phone and I had my list my prayer list and I was updating it and adding all these things to pray for to mm-hmm. it so like already I'm like okay wow yeah there's so much more yeah so we, that's the first reason I mean that's one reason but you can pray to seek God's guidance like you want to hear better from God about a decision in your life. Doesn't mean you're going to hear a voice from heaven when you're fasting. That'd be cool. But it does. Yeah, it would be cool. <laughs> but it does clear your mind of some of the other things that that are distractions for yeah. you, and it helps you to hear from God better as you read His Word. I mean, praying. There's so many other. I mean, I went through ten. Yeah, I mean, right. People can go look at the notes, but ten yeah. different reasons. Yeah, I think. The first season of this podcast, one thing we talked about a lot was just how busy and stressed mm. and noisy that our world has gotten, and I think this whole idea of fasting of you know, sustaining from different things in your life, like it, it gives you that, that clarity, mm-hmm. that space to think that, you know, this time where you would be doing this to just kind of rely on God, like it really is that time of just kind of quieting yeah. things down yeah. a little bit, mm-hmm. whether it be your stomach or whatever it may be, right. just quieting things down right. and and relying on God, praying to him, talking to him. And it's, right. it's an awesome time. Yeah. I think one of the, I mean, I think one of the <laughs> 
points that God gave me near the end of my preparation was the idea of a combo mm-hmm. of because of, we talked about different types of food fast, um, partial fast, full, uh, complete fast, or, or just a, a part of a day. Um, but then there's also the idea of a soul fast mm-hmm. and giving up social media or Netflix or whatever. And I said, I, I think most of us could do both. Mm-hmm. Something from one of those areas that gets so much of our attention uh, and then also something food related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one of my favorite points that you made yesterday, and I, I love this because so long, and, and I've grown up in the church, so I've heard about fasting. I've mm-hmm. never really done it seriously, but I hear about it, and it's mm-hmm. been one of those church words that gets thrown around a lot. But it was always like, oh, I'm going to fast this because, man, I'm, it's going to be so great, and I'm just <laughs> going to love it. And for me, it was always like, I'm going to fast social media or TV because I'm going to have so much more like just time, and I'm going to love it. And it's like, well, you should fast something that's challenging for you. You should fast right. something that you're going to miss. That's kind of the point. Right. And you kind of kept coming back to this point <laughs> that you are kind of teaching yourself to not get everything you want. You're kind of yes. resisting instant right. gratification and being happy all yes. the time in your flesh because you're teaching yourself, hey, sometimes life is going to Life beat. is not like that. <laughs> yeah. We don't always get, I mean, we've trained ourselves in our culture. It's bizarre to not get what you want. Like yeah. we are in our, our American culture and we have the means to whenever we want to go get a Chick-fil-A milkshake, we go get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I had my last one on Saturday that I'm going to have right. for a while. Um, but there's, there's, we, we're, we're used to that. Mm-hmm. And so to train ourselves not to get what we want, like the thing I, I mentioned in the sermon, sermon, and we're not supposed to publicize everything. We can, it's not like, yeah. but don't, you're not doing it in a bragging way. So yeah. a thing I said, um, soul wise, it's like, I, I've gotten myself trained to lay in bed um, and watch uh, uh, one episode of a sitcom that I've seen, like The Office or something I've seen before, and just make me laugh, but calms me down. I start getting sleepy, hold the remote, turn it off, fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So last night, tried to not do that. Mm-hmm. Didn't turn TV on. Laid there, looked over my prayer list, which was good. But the challenge was I, I was not falling asleep. Right. And I laid there longer than I normally do. I'm like, okay, I'm laying for an hour. I prayed. Read, I started a couple different version devotionals, but it was good. My focus was right, but it was like harder to fall yeah. asleep because I've, so that's something I'm like, oh, I missed that. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's, it's kind of breaking the mm-hmm. the rhythm that we have mm-hmm. built into us right. of just getting what we want, doing yes. what we want. Yes. And, and I think it's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited about, and I hope to hear some stories from people. I mean, if 359 plus people are doing mm-hmm. this, I mean, God's going to work and yeah. that's, Bigger picture, I mean, bigger picture, I'm excited about how it's going to impact our church. I'm yeah. excited for myself, yeah. for you, for all of our staff. I'm excited, though, for how it's going to impact our church. And there's teenagers that are doing it, my mm-hmm. son and his friend. Yep. Uh, they were talking about what they're doing. I'm like, that's really cool, it's right? It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's absolutely that's good. Well, I'm excited. I think that whether it be the series that we're starting this year off with, this challenge that we're starting this year off with, or just kind of the ideas that we have for this podcast as a whole, I think 2022 is going to be awesome. Um, and, and I think it's really easy right now to not feel very hopeful yeah. and to not feel like, you know, oh man, well, it just might be this variant, might be this, and I it know. might be, but at yeah. the same time, I think that yeah. there's there's so much potential as we start this year and yeah. we go into yeah. this brand new season of life. So I, I'm excited. I don't know about you. I am, I am excited. Like, you know, people ask me, how do you feel about things? Like, well, you know, our church, it's been over a year now. We moved into our new building 
in December. When you have a new building mm-hmm. and you go through a big campaign and you've reopened, well, we you know renovated, we added space, and you don't get to have a grand opening, mm-hmm. that is like a major loss yeah. because there's so much momentum churches get from getting into a new space. And we didn't get to have that, and we mm-hmm. still haven't had that. Yeah. And so we're still like, but it's been a whole reset button of like what matters most in ministry, mm-hmm. what matters most in people's lives. So anyway, I'm super excited. 2022, I have no idea. Like, no yeah. idea what's going to happen. Like and that's okay. Maybe this is we get to the end of this, and we you know in February we're not even talking about COVID anymore. Right? Maybe, That'd be maybe, impressive. <laughs> that would be like God, please. Yeah. That's what I'm. Maybe we should fast for that. There you go. We'll yeah. fast for that. But yeah, I think one of the quotes you had that yesterday that was awesome was, uh, "Suffering is unavoidable. Joy is not." And I think that's kind of like the approach that we have to have is like, we weren't designed to see the future. We have no idea what's coming next month, tomorrow, next hour. We have no idea. So therefore, you know, we just have to set ourselves up in a place of being, okay, God, hey, I have no idea what's going to happen, but I trust you. That's right. And so that's kind of at least my approach going into a brand new year. Year three, apparently. Uh, Year three, (laughs) we're heading into year three of COVID. So we just can't. I mean, if you are waiting for that to be over to find joy in your life, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? but we could apply that to anything. Yeah. If you're waiting for any situation to resolve itself, any mm-hmm. circumstance, then you could be waiting forever. But if you're waiting, you know, if you decide just to choose to be joyful or choose right. to live at peace with God, all those things, that's right. that's your decision, that's and you could start right now. That's right. So, hey, well, at least I know that with all of the uncertainty, this is going to be happening every week, and that's we're very plan. excited for that. Yeah, God um, willing, we'll God be willing. here every week. <laughs> yeah, and so we're excited. Um, yes. I, a lot of awesome things, awesome guests, awesome con- conversations planned right. for this new season of In All Things. So any closing thoughts or words you want to share as we close today? Uh, no. I, I just want to thank everybody that's involved in our in our prayer and fasting. By the time this comes out on Thursday or so, it'll be day four. Mm-hmm. And so just keep going yeah. and uh, just uh, keep praying, keep fasting, and uh, it's going to be a great, great month. What if somebody's listening and they didn't know that it started? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you can still join us, even though it would be day five. Mm-hmm. You're getting involved. Uh, text the word SCC fast mm-hmm. with no spaces yep. to 94,000. Three zeros. Yes, 94000. <laughs> <laughs> when people tell me it didn't work, I'm like, mm, okay. Yep. So, yeah, it's it's a little awkward for uh, if you're not used to that. But, yeah, and we, you can join. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, we will see you next week on a brand new episode of the In All Things Podcast. Hey, use this time to catch up on old episodes. That's get right. caught up because you might be wondering, why don't they talk about this? And maybe we already have. So maybe. go ahead and yeah. listen through. Uh, and we have a lot of awesome things planned. Yes. So we'll see you next week and have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the In All Things Podcast. Our challenge for you today is to send this episode to one person. Seriously, think of somebody right now that could use this conversation and send it to them. If you have any questions, feedback, or topic ideas, please send them to podcast at sycamorecreek.org and make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Sycamore Creek Church so that you can always see what's going on in our world. If this conversation helped you at all, make sure you share it, leave a review, and subscribe so that you don't miss out on a single episode. We love you, God loves you, and we'll see you next week on the In All Things podcast.